Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's that time of the week where we normally catch up with Max Steinkamp for the week that was uh, from the Shepparton News. But today we're very lucky to be joined by Georgia Rossiter for the first time. Hello, Georgia. Hi, nice to be here. Thank you for braving the cold this morning. No Uh, problem. Hope we didn't keep you locked out of the studio for too long in that it is very icy and brisk out there this morning. I think it's the coldest morning we've had this year. It's pretty brisk out there, (laughs) I must say. Absolutely. So a lot, has, a lot has been going on at the Shepparton News this week, of course, as always. I mean, obviously, the federal election continues apace. We're more than halfway through now. So May 21, we're on the... Maybe we're, we're not quite on the home straight, but we're, we nearly are. We're getting there. We're getting there. And um, this week, uh, Barnaby Joyce actually paid his third visit to... Shepparton I was in wondering about as many weeks I think I was wondering if you might need to get a you know a house here <laughs> he is spending a lot of time here and um, I think in Wednesday's paper he told uh, Darren Linton that he thinks Nichols is like a very important electorate for yes um, the nationals yes a crucial seat mm. I'm wondering if we're going to see Scott Morrison I don't think so I asked the liberal candidate about that yesterday and his reply was I don't have access to Scott Morrison's <laughs> diary and I'm like well maybe you should get it yeah yeah <laughs> maybe we'll see yeah Scott Morrison come down who knows I doubt we'll see Anthony Albanese but <laughs> why would he bother <laughs> I mean that sounds dismissive but uh no I don't think that that this area is a priority for federal um, mm. labour. But, of course, yesterday in other election news, we had Pauline Hanson visiting. We did indeed. So um, my colleague Yusuf Saudi went and um, covered that. That was at uh, Katanga West Community Centre. Was it Katanga or was it Katandra? Oh, Katandra, sorry. I get those two the, mixed up as the well. K, <laughs> the K names. I'm sorry, up I'm there. not from here. <laughs> many up there, north somewhere. Yeah, so Katandra, um, I think she spoke about... Uh, water policy. I think um, the One Nations candidate for Nichols, Rigi Tyrrell, has helped the party kind of put together some water policies. Um, she also spoke about housing mm-hmm. and she also described the uh, public discussion about climate change as fear-mongering. So, yes. quite Not a bit. believers. Yeah, yeah. I quite believe, a bit going on there. I believe there were some questions about... They keep, they keep insisting that there's no need for any special politi- policies for Aboriginal people, mm. which is interesting, uh, especially given the candidate isn't uh, identifies as an, as an Aboriginal person. Yeah, it is an interesting fact, and you wonder how they continue to push that line. But Yes, I mean, it kind of denies our history, really, isn't it, if we think Truly. that doesn't need attention. But uh, Especially in Shepparton, where, you know, we've got yes. some beautiful Yorta Yorta land. And yes, highest uh, regional Victorian Aboriginal population. Mm. Mm. Um, elsewhere, we'll get all the politics stuff done first. Uh, we got promised $25 million from a, a re-elected coalition government to upgrade and expand the Shepparton Sports Hub. Yes, good. So, that would be quite exciting. We'll, we'll take that if we if we get it. <laughs> if we get it, yeah. So that could put us in a better position to host some Commonwealth Games things in 2026. Yes, hopefully if we get some. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> um, and then jumping back to Monday, um, Muslims in the Golden Valley, I'm going to 
say this wrong, but it was um, Eid al-Fitr, um, the end of Ramadan. So there were... It was the festival of breaking the fast, so I think everyone, all Muslims... Um, celebrating. Yeah, celebrating. A bit of food, perhaps. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm sure they all had a great time, I hope. Um, um, what else have we got? Um, lots, I'm sure. I'm lots, sure. I'm sure. <laughs> well, Mother's Day's coming up. I don't know, you've been uh, doing a bit of investigation into the origins of Mother's Day. Yeah, so I just did a little story that's in the paper today about, you know, where what we know as Mother's Day now comes from. So it's been like, you know, there's been festivals for mothers and the mother goddess going back to Greek and Roman times. But um, more recently, um, I can't remember her name right now, but... A woman, she kind of campaigned for peace and kind of called for all women to unite against, you know, war and stuff. Um, and then that kind of turned into a bit of a Mother's Day celebration. And then later on, um, it kind of got kicked back into gear and was celebrated on the second Saturday of May. Second Saturday, but of course we do it Sunday. Sun- sorry, oh Sunday. Okay. Yeah. You better get. You better know when your Mother's Day is. <gasps> I do. I do. <laughs> I have a double whammy. It's my trouble. dad's birthday on Saturday oh, so as well. So okay, big weekend in your family. It normally falls on the same day or ah, very, yes. very close. So it's very chaotic. <laughs> what, what will you be doing for Mother's Day? It's a bit hard, I suppose. You're away from your family. Yeah. So I'll probably just. Ringing. Mm. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I will expect a. a uh, I will probably have to tell my son to ring me. <laughs> <laughs> I will actually be spending uh, basically the whole day in the car driving to Sydney on my own. But you know, a bit of alone time is kind of nice for mothers as well, too. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> you know, you can listen to your own things in the car. Yes, I will be listening to some podcasts, some one FM podcasts, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so what else has been happening? Well, um, Monique Preston did a report about April weather, and we've had a very wet one. So is it a warm? Has it been? A, I feel like it's been a warm one as well. I may be just uh, imagining that, but I good. think it has been warm as well. But the wettest because we had that really really rainy day with forty point eight millimeters. It, that was the wettest day in two years. Okay. Um, and then we had a total rainfall in April of 78.2 millimetres. So I believe this is really good for farmers. Great for farmers. Absolutely. <coughs> I think everyone, yeah, would have been very happy. <laughs> yeah, that's always a, a, a tricky balance, isn't it, as to when it falls and how mm. much it falls and all that sort of thing. So I'm certainly hoping that it fell at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's quite interesting. Um, and then also, speaking of weather and climate and things, um, there was the report in the paper yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, that more than 91% of all Shepparton homes will be at risk of flooding by 2030. So that came from the Climate <coughs> Council. That's really sobering, isn't it? Really sobering. And I think a, a large portion of that, um, the houses won't even be insurable. Because well, I was discussing this with my husband and he said, just as well, our house is on stilts. We've just got like just small, I mean, I suppose it's like maybe a metre. Mm. And I was like, oh, I hope it's that simple. Yeah. It <laughs> would be okay to be insured just because we've got those. I, I have no idea. And it probably hardly anybody does at this stage. Mm. Uh, but it is it is a worry. 
a big worry. And I know that Shepparton has had floods before and they've been... We sure have. Yeah. I've been here, what, 12, 13 years, I've been through a couple already. Yeah. So I think just because, yeah, the, the three rivers are all yeah. kind of combining. Yeah, I, I guess they're just saying that those floods are going to be, I guess, worse and more frequent, which we don't, we, we certainly don't want. No. But uh, I guess, you know, they're, they're trying to get people to act mm. on, on, you know, to slow down global warming, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And the report um, that the Climate Council did this on was a low emissions um, scenario. Model. Yeah. yeah. So even if we do yes. the best that we can. But we still have to do the best we can. We can't just say there's no point, can we, or else... Yeah, exactly. Who knows what that'll lead to. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, yeah, so Mother's Day as well today, um, we have a story about a young mum, Shannon Fisher. So she has a nine-month-old daughter, Riley, and is kind of in the new mum bubble, but not really because she's back at work and... She'll be doing the Mother's Day Classic on Sunday that, instead of a, relaxing. That's a run, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know how far? I'm not sure how far, but it's the 10th year. Okay, I think it is quite... I think it's something like 10K or something. It's significant, that's for sure. Significant. I have looked at it and thought, no. I mean, I'm happy to support <laughs> it in other ways, but in terms of running it, I was like, no. Mm, <laughs> I don't think not, so. Not my cup of tea, I think. But, yeah, Shannon's taking the time. Yeah, so support that if you can on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess that's a shout-out to all the mums out there on Sunday. Have, mm-hmm. a, have a great day. Anything else you need to let us know about? Um, we have a careers and opportunities uh fold out coming out in the paper today so if you're interested in what careers are available across the region Mm, an employment and training special publication there you go an insert so something extra you get with your paper today Mm -hmm. if you need to know about uh, job opportunities i did have a quick glance through it and i saw there's a lot of um sort of McDonald's and KFC and they're all really pushing their barrows. I suppose they want young people to come and work for them. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, I never worked for fast food chains. Me neither. But um, <laughs> I have heard that they do good training and yeah. for a first job, it's probably... Yeah, good lessons in life yeah, for kids. Yeah, exactly. About accountability and responsibility mm. and how hard it is actually to earn a dollar out there. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, and then I guess <laughs> if it's the worst job that you have then you, it's only up from there, isn't it? <laughs> well, we better not, yeah, we better not give them a hard time. I know they put a lot into their employment and training and uh, a fair few of them around town as well. So mm, absolutely, lots do, of opportunities. They do do a pretty good job with their with their employment and training. All right, well, thank you so much for your time, uh, Georgia. You're just filling in this week, I think, because Max will be back next week, but you're, of course, you're welcome anytime. Oh, thank you very much. Do appreciate your time and uh, you have a great day and a great weekend. Yeah, you too.